Hello and welcome to Insights, the podcast with your host, Joe Parnay. Join me in this deep exploration of our personal journeys from ambition to meaning, where we stop living life fast and start living life deep. This is a journey of waking up and realizing that our lives have never been about us, but about others. True success leaves positive ripple effects on other souls. I believe that success needs to be redefined from our own personal ambitious endeavors to be redefined as the value that we leave and give to others around us. Join me now as we begin this journey to deeper connections, even more fulfillment, some fun, curiosity, life, love, and all good things. Your deeper journey from ambition to meaning starts right now. G'day everyone, it's Joe Parney here. Welcome to episode 15, our third episode in this second season of Insights. Well, what I thought we would hop into today and explore our thinking around is our beliefs. There's something I would love for you to think about, and that is that our beliefs are nothing more than convenient assumptions. And I want to explore this with you more thoroughly today. And the other thought I want you to think about when it comes to beliefs is how our beliefs, after a while, especially the beliefs that are unquestioned, harden into facts. And that's, and I say that with big inverted commas because they're not real facts, they're just assumptions that have been conditioned so much into us that we believe that these certain beliefs are true. So let's explore this, this thought more thoroughly as we enjoy this, uh, this episode today. And uh, once again, I just briefly want to say thank you so much for all all of you, all of your support and um, so many beautiful messages I get every week. It just gives me a thrill. And as I, as I was sharing with someone today, you know, what I'm loving about this podcast is, is that it's reaching people that uh, perhaps will never be in any of my live rooms, um, but still, you know, it reaches them and, and, and they're loving it. So let's hop in. Let's have a look at what these beliefs are all about. So as I mentioned, all beliefs are convenient assumptions. None of our beliefs are based on fact. If they were all based on fact, we would all have the same beliefs because we would all be experiencing life exactly the same way. And really, the reason why life exists is because of contrast. If everything was the same, there'd be no growth, there'd be no expansion, there'd be no evolution. Everything we experience in life in all areas are filtered through our very own personal, unconscious editing process. I'll say that again. Everything is filtered through our very own personalized, unconscious, that means out of our awareness, editing process. There was a book called Flow that was written by Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi back in 985, and he speaks about how, as human beings, we're only aware of about seven chunks of information, and there are up to two million chunks of information flying at us every single second. I mean, really, that means we're only consciously aware of about 0.054% of reality. 0.054% of reality, that is not very much. And our belief system, our what another another definition for beliefs is our possibility filters, which is another way of looking at beliefs. Our possibility filters determine what allow what gets allowed into our awareness and what gets deleted. So this editing process happens so fast in terms of what seven chunks we choose out of the two million. This editing process happens so fast that most of us don't even question it. Life for all of us is experienced as though what we see appears in our lives as that's just how it is. And life is never just how it is. Life is experienced just how we are. 
All of our convenient assumptions have been created by us as our interpretation of what we witness or observe or experience. Lots of our assumptions have been influenced by someone else, such as our parents or guardians or whoever we hung around lots before the age of 10. You know, I often say to people that what's in our heads has been put there by somebody else and what's in our hearts has been put there by our soul, by our truth, our personalized truth. As we get older, all of our beliefs or all of our assumptions, we think, are absolutely true. They become very real for us and harden into fact. If all our hardened facts stem from interpretations and assumptions, we may as well create assumptions which work positively for us and hence recreate our hardened facts. Now, the ultimate assumption or the ultimate belief, the ultimate possibility filter, the ultimate convening assumption is who we think we are, or in other words, our self-concept, also known as our identity, which I've spoken about directly and indirectly in past episodes. So lying at the very core of our self-concept is the way we talk to ourselves. Our outer world is absolutely, you know, our outer world experiences is what I mean specifically. Our outer world experiences are a reflection of the quality of the conversations we have with ourselves. Let me explain this. Let me say that again, first of all, and I want to go deeper into this. Our outer world experiences are a reflection of the quality of the conversations we have with ourselves. Our self-concept determines our destiny. Now, that is a significant thing for me to say at the very least. That's a pretty big statement. How we see ourselves affects all, and listen to this very carefully, how we see ourselves affects all of the nuances of our speech, our energy, our vibe, our attitude, what we notice, what we don't notice, how appealing we are to others, how unappealing we are to others, and so on. The manner which others relate to us hugely influences the quality of that relationship with that person. Relationships or how well we connect with others will determine whether we get that work or go on that date or make the money or have that experience and so on. I want to introduce you to uh, the work of David David Kamen. That's K-A-H-E-M-A-N. He's a behavioral economist. I'll say that again. He's a behavioral economist, economist, oh my Lord, he's a behavioral economist, psychologist. That's a mouthful and a half, as you can tell. He's a behavioral economist, psychologist, specializing in judgment and decision-making. This guy is he's, he's, he's quite amazing. And our self-concept hugely influences what comes out of our mouth first in conversations and how we say it. I'll say that again, and I'll refer to David Kamen again in a moment. Our self-concept hugely influences what comes out of our mouth first in conversations and how we say it. Now, David Kamen came up with this uh, principle called the primacy effect, the primacy effect. And the primacy effect is when we take the first thing we hear someone say and color everything else we hear with it. In other words, our response to others is affected by first impressions. We all tend to have aspects of our lives that we are either unhappy with or we know can be taken to a whole other stage. All areas of our lives are impacted by our self-concept because everywhere you go, there you are. We can begin changing our self-concept with one little step at a time. For example, just recently in one of my trainings, I was approached in the break by a woman who hadn't smiled in years and was suffering depression. I mean, imagine that. You can't even remember the last time you you actually smiled. She needed to change her self-concept. 
but I just can't say to her, hey, all you need to do is change your self-concept and you'll be right. Yeah, that would work. She said she'd been trying to get out and exercise her body just so she could move and feel better, but it failed continually to go any step further than the thought about it. In the few minutes that we had together, we explored this together, we had a brief chat, and I wanted her to make or take some kind of mini step in changing her self-concept. And sometimes it's these micro moments or these micro conversations or these micro steps that we choose to take that begins our own personalized evolution of our self-concept where we begin to transform. I love Caroline Mace's definition of transformation. Caroline Mace says that uh, transformation is being self-inspired to become a better person. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Caroline Mace. She's actually coming out. Uh, this is uh, February 2020 as, as the time of this recording, and she's she's popping out here, and my wife and I are going to go and see her. I can't wait to see uh, to hear her latest thinking. So let me just say that again. In, a f- in the few minutes we had together, I wanted, her to, I wanted this lady who hadn't smiled in years, who, who was suffering depression, to take a mini step in changing her self-concept. So I said to her, tomorrow, just put your runners on and do nothing else. I said, could you do that? She gave me a wry smile and said, yeah, I could. I said, well, make sure you don't do anything else. Just put your runners on. Notice how you feel. Even if you want to go outside and walk or exercise, don't do it. Just put your runners on. And after a little while, take them off. And then the next day, do the same. Then the next day, put your runners on and perhaps go outside and check for the mail or maybe just walk around the house first and see how that feels. And then the following day, Put your runners on again, walk around the house and perhaps then go outside and check for the mail. Could you do that? She said, yes. Then I said, then go back inside and notice how different you feel just by putting your runners on. Then the next step is to put your runners on and just walk outside for a few moments and go back inside. Nothing else, just that. Don't be tempted to go exercising. Just put them on, walk around for a bit and then take them off. And so on, and our conversation just continued on from there for about five or 10 minutes. And, and that led to eventually her walking around the block. And now by the end of our chat, she was smiling because for the first time in a long time, she was access, accessing, reaching, connecting, accessing. I'm having trouble speaking in this particular podcast, aren't I? She was accessing an aspect of herself she hadn't noticed for a very long time. She could see possibility. Her self-concept began to shift. The first step to any change, guys, the first step to any change is always awareness. Becoming aware of how we treat ourselves, how we talk to ourselves, hugely contributes to how we are perceived. The primacy effect, David Kamen's primacy effect, is happening whether we are aware of it or not. If we believe or assume something for long enough, it will harden into fact. So be aware of what you assume. So I hope you enjoyed today's thought, today's insight, today's sharing, today's comment, today's perspective, I guess you could say, on belief systems. And there's so much more, of course, on belief systems that uh, I could talk about. But um, I'll leave you with that thought. Be aware of what you assume, because if you assume things over and over and over again, they will eventually harden into fact. And I've got to, if I can just share one more thing. So many people are living via belief systems that are outdated belief systems that served them when they were 7 or 8 or 10 or 12 or 15 years of age, but at the age of 35 or 58 or 47, those belief systems no longer work. And that's because they've been assumed to be that whatever beliefs that person has about life, about money, 
about relationships, about men, about women, about family, about country, about home, about love, about whatever. A lot of these beliefs are never questioned and assumed to be true that were created way back in the first seven to 10 years of life. You know, Morris Massey, the well-respected sociologist, you know, spoke of this. He said the first seven years of life is the imprint period. This is where the seeds of our belief systems and value systems are created. And for the rest of our lives, most people, you know, living an adult life chronologically, are, are living a life written by a manual, you know, their life is written in a manual, you know, a mental manual, a psychological manual that was written by a seven-year-old. So it's time for all of us to be aware of what assumptions no longer work for us. And the way to know that is to look at the results that you're getting. And by results, I don't mean whether you're making money or not. I mean results in terms of your relationships, results in terms of your quality of connection that you're making with people, results in terms of your health, your vitality, your spiritual vitality, your emotional vitality, your physical vitality, your energetical vitality, your financial vitality. All of these elements of life uh, is the ultimate feedback on how we're doing and how well suited our current possibility filter, our current belief system, our current assumptions are serving us. So I trust and hope that this brings just that extra level of awareness in terms of hearing how it is that you treat yourself and how you talk to yourself because our belief systems significantly influence our destiny. All right, so that, that's a wrap for today, guys. So thank you so much for joining me here. And I look forward to, of course, reconnecting with you sometime next week. Well, same time next week. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your morning. Enjoy your evening, wherever you are. And uh, look forward to uh, reconnecting with you in the next episode. Thanks so much. Bye for now. I'm Joe Pane, and you've been listening to Insights, the podcast. If you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can now follow my insights on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'm looking forward to being with you again very soon in the next episode of Insights, the podcast.